Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast. Manny Garavito here going live, recording another episode of this podcast to say what's up to the city of Miami. How are you, Miami? Happy Thursday. The weekend is almost here. Thank you for joining me once again. Shout out to Queen Bree, Tiger Sula, Ladever La Comedy, Lizzie, Muhead, Jax, welcome back, Timmy as home. Hey everybody, today I'd like to discuss what is it about Miami that makes, the, makes crime such a glamorous lifestyle, you know what I mean? What is it about movies about drugs and the cartel and things like, uh, you know, cocaine cowboys that makes it such a cool lifestyle from a distance. I don't want to get caught up in none of that stuff. You know what I mean? I don't want to be anywhere near those kinds of people. I don't want to be involved in any kind of crime whatsoever. Disclaimer for any FBI agents that are watching. <laughs> I'm not interested in crime. However, I am. I, I do enjoy watching it in movies. I enjoy watching it on Netflix. You guys have the best stories, man. It's just something about crime. You guys just are just entertaining. I don't know what to say. You know what I mean? So, on this episode, I'd like to ask you guys, uh, does crime pay in the city of Miami? My answer is yes. Crime does pay. Uh, there's a lot of people here that are doing crimes, and they're getting away with it. A lot of corruption, but it's kind of glamorized, right? You go to the Miami Design District, and you're going to be seeing uh, some glamorous people doing very questionable uh, things with their money, you know what I mean? Like buying $12 ice cream. <laughs> you ever been to the Miami Design District recently? I go there sometimes just to people watch. I love going there and just pe watching the wealthy do their thing, man. It's just something about it. Seeing outsiders buying $800 clothes, right? Like I saw Gucci shoes there for $800. What do you do for a living that makes this such an accessible garment for you? They'll probably tell you, don't worry about it, Right? Have you guys ever seen those viral videos where they go around asking the wealthy, hey, wait, hey uh, what do you do for a living? And they're just like, oh, me? I sell medical equipment. Oh, really? What What kind of medical equipment? You ever gone to the doctor? Yes. You ever been a pediatrician when you were a baby? I hope so. Well, I'm the kind of guy that puts all your records on file electronically. Oh, my God. You must be making millions, right? Go to the Miami Design District and ask somebody wearing a Ferrari shirt, hey, what do you do for a different? I mean, what do you do for a different? What do you do for a living? You put the camera, you know, block your camera lens, be like, hey, man, get the, get the, get the F out of here, man. All right? Get out of here. All right? Don't be asking people questions. It's none of your business, man. Go away. That's, that's the Miami reaction. <laughs> Dro, welcome to the chat. Beautiful disaster. Pit Fran. Lex. Uh, R. San Pedro. Quick question for y'all that are coming in. Does crime pay in the city of Miami? Um, you know, look at the people that are in politics, right? They defend corruption. As a matter of fact, I think one of the reasons why politi politicians want to bring uh, Bitcoin or crypto into the city of Miami is because those transactions are anonymous, right? Think about it. If you've got anonymous transactions happening with high-end money, what kind of transactions are you going to be doing? Exactly. Although I did read online. That 15% of money done through crypto was considered a crime. The other 85% were legit transactions. I don't know. Uh, how can you track that if it's all anonymous? It's all one big conspiracy, man. Um, so, yeah, 
I really think that Miami um, is a place that has questionable lifestyles that are extremely exuberant in terms of spending money. Uh, there's even areas in Miami that if you go deep enough into that area, there's going to be big houses that you wouldn't even expect to see. Um, by, by my uh, neighborhood, a couple of blocks down, if you keep driving, eventually you're going to start hitting these big houses that you wouldn't even expect would be in that area. Like, there's, this thing is like a mansion, but we're, we're still like on 8th Street. You know what I mean? You know those houses on 8th Street? That are like pretty big, and it's like we're almost at Calle Ocho. These are pretty big houses. I remember one time, and I was very young when this happened. I remember one time I was driving around and uh, I got lost. I was young, I was like 22, 23. I'm driving around and I get lost in this area. And you know, there's big houses everywhere, so you know, I feel safe. I feel like everything is okay. I feel like, all right, you know, this is the suburbs of Calle Ocho, I guess. And uh, I end up in a cul de sac. And in that cul-de-sac, there was no way to get out. So I had to, like, do this awkward reverse to get out. So there's a big house to my left, a big house to my front, and a big house to my right. And as I'm driving out of this cul-de-sac, this uh, um, Rolls Royce, it was like an, a big, expensive car, right? It looked pearl-colored. This Rolls Royce peels out and starts, like, chasing me, Right? And then he pulls up next to me, and I'm with my boy, right? So I thought this guy was like, hey, man, did you see a dog around here? Like, I thought it was like a, a simple emergency that I could help on. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, hey, what's up, man? You good? He goes, hey, man, I see you driving around here through my cul-de-sac again. I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, first of all, if you end up killing somebody while you're driving a Rolls Royce, there's only like 18 of those cars in Miami, dude. You're going to get caught. Somebody in a Rolls Royce shot somebody in a, in a Honda Civic. <laughs> They're going to find you, bro. What car was it? Oh, Rolls Royce. All right, well, uh, I got a dossier here of all the Rolls Royce drivers of Miami. There's only about 18 of these. <laughs> the worst thing about that story is the guy that threatened me that night he was younger than me. He looked like he was 18. He looked like a kid that was brought up rich, right? Probably a peddler at an, at an early age, probably messed with the wrong people, right? So he's a little paranoid. Probably looked out the window while he was playing Call of Duty, right? He's just peeking out. It's like, oh, now it's time to play the real Call of Duty. Uh, dang, HOA's being extra. Extra as hell. That was uncalled for. Dude, I was lost. My life was in danger because I went into the wrong cul-de-sac. In a rich area. Here in Miami, it's the other way around. You think you think the ghetto, you think areas of poverty are dangerous? The rich areas of Miami are dangerous. They'll pull a gun on you for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Every time I go to my plug's house, he lives he lives in a fancy area. You, I go to my plug's house, I got to look over my shoulder in these areas, right? I'm looking at, over next to fountains and big buildings. And I'm like, oh man, this place is dangerous. A lot of scammers in the house. Uh, what's up, Yasmeel? Quick question to everybody. HVA, welcome. Quick question to everybody coming in. Does crime pay in Miami? Let me know. Is the extravagant lifestyle of being into crime worth it in the city? I think it is. I don't have the heart to commit crime, at least not to that degree, right? Maybe when I was younger, I would steal a pen from Walmart, right? I've done that, right? It was a nice pen. It was $8. It was a little too high for my... For my time, especially when I worked at GameStop for $6.50 an hour, right? A pen, $8. No, I got, 
there's no way I'm going to work over an hour for this thing. But in terms of crime in the city of Miami, it's unquestionable that it's a lifestyle. It's what we do here, right? And so what I like the the question I'd like to pose for this podcast is um, is all crime in Miami bad? You know, is a little scam here and there a big deal? <laughs> as long as no one's life is in direct danger, maybe you could do a little something, right? All right, so you know, somebody used your debit card at a gas station. What's the big deal, man? It happens. It was just your turn. Let it slide, you know? All right, so somebody's peddling drugs. Let them do their thing, man. Don't buy any if you're not into that, you know? That's the one thing. Shout out to drug dealers, man, because, like, you know, you out there trying to make ends meet, and there's another person involved, all right? It's not your fault that they want to be, you know, in that lifestyle buying it from you. So do your thing, man. You know, there's, there's, there's a lot of consensual transactions happening in the drug world. If somebody wants to buy weed off of you, by all means, man. <laughs> Officer, I didn't do anything wrong. He bought it. I'm just a man of business. Uh, Yasmina says, it's all that fraud. Does fraud happen a lot in the city of Miami? How does that work? Somebody gets your debit card, and then they go somewhere, and then they buy themselves, you know, something nice. Is that how it works? Is that is that how fraud works in the city of Miami? I've never done anything uh, close to that degree, but I have been around it in the banking world, you know. When I used to work at a bank, man, some guy would walk in and they try to deposit like big amounts of counterfeit money. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, oh, man, look at this. Somebody's going to jail. <laughs> Turns out they don't go to jail because, uh, unfortunately, this person bought it in the black market in another country. And they don't know what dollars really look like. Right. So you go to the black market in your in your country and you start, you know exchanging the, the currency from your country to the currency of the United States, you're not going to know what a dollar looks like. So you're going to be like, oh, is this legit? Is this legit 50 grand? That's what's up. All right, here you go. And you fly to America be like, here's 50 grand. I'd like to open an account. Uh, sir, this is all fake money. <laughs> it turns out what ends up happening is the, um, the uh, Secret Service gets involved. And then what the Secret Service does, they investigate... The uh, the country that um, that you brought the uh, the counterfeit from, so you can get off the hook pretty easily for doing something like that. You know what I mean? Dang! What up, Mocha? Uh, Darsking Bay, Darsking, Darsking, Darksking Abe. What's up, man? All right. So, uh, what else is a crime in the city of Miami that uh, that is considered extravagant or that pays? Uh, so there's fraud, scam, drug dealing. Street racing, that's illegal, right? That's a crime. People do street racing like it's all good. Street racing in Miami really is like a pastime. You know when you go to like New Orleans and then there's people playing the trumpet and playing the saxophone in the street? You take in the culture, right? I've been at a bar in New Orleans and I look out and then there's like a, a you know, a three-man band, you know, that guy with a big drum over his chest, boom, boom, boom. Right, they're walking around, be like, "Oh, look at me taking in the culture." That's the street racing is the exact same thing, but in Miami, you know, you'll be on Ocean Drive. There's an open street. Next thing you know, a crappy Honda versus an Altima. They just start, you know, street racing. (laughs) 
That's one thing that sucks about our street racing scene, right? At least let it be good cars, right? Uh, dog crime pays. What kind of question is that? <laughs> well, Cynthia, you know, that's what I want to find out. What kind of crime are you referring to? Street racing doesn't pay. It's a pastime for the city of Miami, but it doesn't pay. Unless you bet. You know what? I take that back. Street racing does pay. Take bets on street racing. It's the only way you make some money. You know? Mocha Caramel says weed. Yeah, we talked about. You kind of came in a little late, but we were talking about uh, drugs and, uh, you know, all that. Street racing is a pastime in the city of Miami. It's how you take in the culture. The only thing that sucks is all the street racers. Most of the street racers, they drive really bad cars. And you know what? It makes sense to drive those kinds of cars because, you know, in case you crash, at least you don't have an expensive car, right? If you crash a Honda Civic, is it really that bad? Especially if it was certified. <laughs> you got you got full insurance. How much does it cost? 12000 Better than 210000 uh, Geo eight sixteen ninety nine. Welcome to the chat. How are you? So, I was planning on going to the Miami Design District. <laughs> hey, Lorenzo Sands, nice one. Uh, rent rates are a crime too. Crime does pay. <laughs> Price gouging is a wonderful crime being committed in the city of Miami by venue owners, and they're doing a great job. People out there paying for a lot of uh, money for people out there paying a lot of money for food. Well, well said, Lorenzo Sands. That's a good point. Um, I'm planning on going to the Miami Design District and kind of exploring this world that is the extravagant, exuberant lifestyle of the city of Miami. I'd like to know because maybe I'm wrong, right? Maybe I'm just watching too much TV, and maybe there's legitimate people out there with legitimate businesses making millions. You know, if you run an import export, who am I to judge? Red flag, by the way. What do you do for a living? I'm an import-export. Of? <laughs> you know what I mean? Every, every time you ask somebody that's an import-export, what is it that they import and export? They keep it vague. Oh, I run an import-export business. Where are you located? Oh, it's virtual. Hmm, I see. Uh, Mario, what's up? Hey, we got Mario on the chat. What's up, man? Improv Confessions, welcome. A lot of money for a box. Yeah. What do you import export? A lot of boxes. <laughs> I put boxes on boats and sail them. <laughs> what's in the boxes? Hey, I gotta go. All right, that's none of your business. And you know we don't we don't hide it. Well, here's the thing about. Here's the thing about crime in Miami. Again, if it doesn't put people in danger, it's just business as usual, right? Improv confessions, drugs. Yeah, we, we, we covered that. Everybody's like, drugs, drugs, marijuana, coke, drugs, 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 drugs. We get it. Yes. Uh, it's work from home. Yeah, I run an import-export business from home. I told the boat to go from here to there, and then I sent a bunch of Bitcoin. My job here is done. <laughs> Uh, Serendipity, welcome. Thank you, Miami. Shout out. Uh, tomorrow, Friday, we're going to be at Thank You, Miami Beer House in Cocina for the uh, Friday Night Comedy Show. If you guys want to watch, come on by. Uh, Jonathan M. Hayes, Turk Van Gogh. Oh, is this the time where everybody uh, prefers watching a live stream at around 6.15? All right, good to know. 
Uh, for those that are joining us, we're asking the question, does crime pay? And what kind of crimes are we talking about in the city of Miami? Yeah, so I think in Miami, you know, when you commit a crime, it's like business as usual. As long as no one's, no one's life is in danger, it's not that bad. You know, I think, again, since we're looking into being a city that is so heavily invested in crypto, that's kind of like our bridge to start making transactions for these things to occur. I think that, I think, you know, I think that's what I'm looking, I think that's what I'm realizing into about Miami. You know, it's like, you know, it makes sense. Miami was built on the drug scene in the 1980s and then uh, international business, right? Everybody here, uh, if you're in Brickell, you have international import-export, right? That's like a big thing in the city of Miami. So if you get crypto, you then can start conducting a couple of transactions, quote-unquote, anonymously. It makes total sense. Uh, Turk Van Gogh says, everyone, what's up, baby? I just got off work. Everyone in Miami has a record. No, I don't. Clean and clear record. Uh, And I I hope to keep it that way. Just a couple of uh, shady uh, tickets that I've gotten because people didn't like the fact that my eyes look like this while I'm driving. You know, cops pull you over. You have something to, you have something to drink, sir? Uh, no. Uh, are you high? Do you have marijuana in the car? No. I look like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, step outside, please. Oh, you guys should see the look people give me when they pull me over and I'm like, what's up? Is there a problem, officer? Uh, yeah, you're going to jail with those eyes. <laughs> you know, I understand profiling, right? I understand profiling because a police officer has uh, considered me either drunk or on drugs based on these eyes. All right? So it's not skin color. It's the shape of your eyes. It's the, it's the shape of your eyes, boy. I don't like the look of that. What do you own? <laughs> uh, probable cause, your honor. It was probable cause. Look at those eyes, your honor. You're going to tell me? He's not high right now in court, and maybe I can get away with it. Be like, Your Honor, if you look at my record, this isn't the only time I've been in court because of my face. And then I'll actually really be high in court be like, got him. My record is so clean that if I show up high to court, they'll realize that, oh, maybe he just looks like that. (laughs) Uh, I remember one time I went to virtual court uh, for a ticket before COVID, and then COVID hit. And then they, hit, they they sent me an invitation to join court on Zoom. And let me tell you, man, it was hilarious to see the courts doing their thing virtually. Right? I, what I did was on my green screen, I put uh, a court background and I put on a suit <laughs> on court. I actually still think I have the video. I think I recorded it. And so I'm on court wearing this suit and I got all the lawyers there laughing. And I go, yes, your honor. And I thought, how funny would it be if somebody would be smoking, like, weed on camera, right, on court? Uh, Mr. Garavito, are you, uh, are you smoking marijuana? No, no, no. It's tobacco. <sighs> prove it. Prove this is weed. Prove this is weed, Your Honor. You can't prove it. Why are your eyes red? Uh, it's a filter. <laughs> it's a gland filter. Oh, man. Uh, Let's see. Brooklyn, Miami. Wow, what an odd combination. Welcome to the chat. Uh, You just haven't gotten caught yet. I do not either. No, I don't really do much that can get me caught on anything, man. I live a pretty boring lifestyle. 
For those that don't know me well enough, man, I'm pretty introverted these days, man. I stay in, I work, and I just go to bed. You know what I mean? It's good life. I like it. Uh, yeah, Zoom court. It's weird. It's very weird. Uh... I hope it stays the same, though. I mean, especially if it's not important. Why do I got to get dressed to go for something that I know I'm going to win? Have you ever been to court for something ridiculous? Did you make a U-turn? Yes, Your Honor. All right, $178. Why am I even here? Did I do this? <laughs> uh, yeah, you requested to come to court. Oh, man, I just didn't want to pay the money. All right, well, then now that you tell me I have to pay, thank you. Yeah, but we're going to put court fees on top of that. No! Crime doesn't pay... The only crime that pays is the high-end money crime, all right? You sell little baggies. Besides, hey, yeah, here in the city of Miami, if you guys sell, like, small amounts of marijuana, you don't really go to jail or, or something like that, right? I think you just have to pay, like, a small fee of, like, $150. We're slowly going to make marijuana legal in the city of Miami. I wouldn't be surprised if marijuana gets legal this year, right? Have you guys heard, like, if a certain amount of marijuana uh, is found on you, if it's, rec- if it's a recreational amount, you won't go to jail. You just have to pay a fine. which is And the fine is, like, very affordable. I think it was, like, $100 or $200 or something like that. And I think that that's kind of like their way of saying, like, hey, just bribe the cop. <laughs> you might as well just say, uh, just give the cop 100 bucks. He'll leave you alone. What do you got? Uh, I got half an ounce of weed. This is just for me. Okay. Give me 100 bucks. I'll let you slide. <laughs> yeah, we don't got to bring paperwork into this, your officer. Let me just give you a hundred bucks. Let me get on my way, man. I got stuff to do. Nope. I think, yeah, I think, no, I think it's true. I think that was years ago. Let me see. Let's find out. I get curious about these things. Is weed, is weed illegal in Miami? Okay, yes, yeah, so here you go. Cannabis in Florida is illegal for recreational use. Possession of up to 20 grams is a misdemeanor, punishable by a year in jail, a fine up to $1,000, and a suspended driver's license. What happens if I get caught with weed? Yeah, it could be either penalty fees, imprisonment, fines, probation, loss of driver's license. It depends on them, I guess. Like, how much you got? It's a little bit. It's just for me. Weed possession fines. Let me see if we can get a number. Uh, the maximum fine is 5000 Okay, here we go. Less than 10 grams. There you go, Mocha Caramel. Less than 10 grams is a civil fine of $100 for the first offense. $250 for a second offense. And $500 for a third of subsequent offense. There you go. If it's less than 10 grams, all you got to do is pay a fine. So you're pretty much just telling the cops, like, here's some money. Let me slide. All right, man. Again? It's going to be $200 this time, bro. Can you pay the fee in crypto? (laughs) Uh, Officer, I got Dogecoin. Steph Smith, welcome to the chat. Karina Herrera, welcome to the chat. We're here talking about those crime pay in the city of Miami. Free Six Mafia. By the way, great rap group. I saw him do the verses. It was dope. Um, all right. So, uh, crime is business as usual in the city as long as no one's life is in danger. That's my opinion. And I think you have to be very savvy to make sure you don't get caught. Because if you get caught, you're only... It's bad. Getting caught... You know what it is? Getting caught is bad for business. That's what it is. 
You can't get caught, man. If you get caught, it's like, dude, you're making us, you're making us look bad. Why are you getting caught? Cover your, you cover your tracks, get some bribe money up, right? Invest in some bribe money. That's another thing about being in that kind of business. You got to invest in bribery money. You know, you got your, uh, you got your, your capital, you know, your checking account, your savings account, you got your 401k, and then you got a separate account, you know, titled bribery, bribe money. Uh, we're here doing your taxes, Mr. Garavito. Uh, we see an account here that's called uh, bribery funds. Uh, yeah, don't worry about it. <laughs> you had $10,000 in your bribery funds account for the last two years, and it was all gone in one transfer? Yeah, let's just say that was for a friend. He did me a big favor. Um, Mocha Carol says cops are dirties anyway. They'll take the money and walk away. You know, I'm not the kind of person that is a cop hater. Like, I, I've dealt with some friendly cops, all right, for the record. I've dealt with some friendly cops. I know some friends of mine that, you know, are peddlers and they're great people, right? So it's like, it's an individual thing, right? It's an identity thing. But, uh, I have also been a victim of uh, corrupt police officers that, you know, they had a bad day and they want to give you a ticket for something that shouldn't even be a ticket and that kind of thing. Like, that's happened to me pretty bad. I've been mistreated by police officers, right? They make you step out of your car. They make, they, they went through my car uh, without a warrant and they, like, lie to you to do that. It's like, I, I've seen both. I've seen good cops and I've seen bad cops. They exist. It's just what it is. All right? So, um... I just want to let everybody know that I understand this, okay? I'm not the kind of person that thinks, like, all cops are bad. I don't care, right? That's silly, right? A cop may save your life one day. A drug dealer might save your life one day, <laughs> right? Somebody goes in a room, starts shooting, drug dealer strap. Bam, bam, hey! My plug just saved the day. <laughs> people we just got to do what we got to do to get by man uh tiger sula says uh, what about insurance fraud fake car accidents also homeowners insurance via insurance adjusters um you know i've never really dealt with any sort of insurance claim other than like medical and i've never really used my medical insurance even though i pay a pretty high premium uh i don't know how that works how does that work you just tell people you have a stomach ache and then you get a check is that how that works or like you get into like a little uh, fender bender and then you're like, ah, ah, but then that, but then that ruins your whole life. Like I got to pretend to be injured for a lump sum of money. Is that really worth it? Now I got to, I got to walk, I got to walk around with these sticks to live up to the fact that I'm doing insurance fraud. Like that's a silly thing to do. You know what I mean? Oh, I got to roll around in this wheelchair because I got to pretend to be injured for what? 20 grand, 50 grand, I wouldn't do it. Uh, Mocha says, good one. Kirsten Blessings, welcome to the chat. We're here talking about uh, common crime in the city of Miami. Does crime pay? Yeah, I don't think it's worth doing insurance fraud. That's probably one of those, it's probably one of those crimes that are like, uh, it's too risky and there's not, it's kind of like a win-lose because even if you do get the money, you then got to live pretending you're sick that's kind of like and then maybe you end up really being sick because you tricked yourself into thinking you're sick i could just imagine 
the stress you must be. They must be very stressful to commit insurance from. I got to wear a neck brace every day because I wanted 25 grand. Damn. <laughs> oh, man. That's like a job. You know, and to keep your neck stiff for the next year. All right, 25 grand. All right. It's almost like halfway through, you're like, all right, I faked it. Please get this thing off me. <laughs> oh, man, I'll serve my time. I just don't want to wear that thing anymore, man. My neck hurts. <laughs> now I'm really injured. <laughs> all right, let's wind it down. Hey, thanks to everybody for tuning in. I appreciate it. That was fun. Uh, we do this every day-ish to talk to the people of Miami, get some ideas for jokes. Thank you all for contributing. Thank you all for writing on the chat. If you guys want to support the podcast, go to MiamiComedy.com slash podcast. All right, get it in there. It's per- they, uh, they, last thing is Mocha Caramel says, they've perfected it, so it's not stressful to them. I'm just speaking for myself. It must be stressful for me. Uh, yeah, some people are really good at pretending to be fake, aren't, don't they, right? I mean... Uh, I got to admit, I used to do it, but it was only 24 hours, right? When you call in sick, don't you got to pretend to be at work? Be like, all right, I got to make a phone call. Hey, yeah, hey, listen, it's Manny. Uh, I can't come in today. Yeah, I'm sick. Yeah. And then you get paid for the sick day. How much I make today? $125. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Pretend to be sick for $125. Only 24 hours, baby. That ain't bad. I can hold it up for 24 hours. Don't post nothing on social media for a whole day, right? Don't make it obvious that you called in sick and you were lying, right? (laughs) Dude, I remember back in the day, man, I used to call in sick. I used to call in sick, man. I used to take the whole day off. I would go to the beach, and I would live my life free. I'll never forget that, man. That was back in my teller days. I was like, uh, yeah, hey, I'm sick. Can't come in today. And then uh, and then I just go to the beach. Like, it's like, it would be like 6 a.m. Right, because I would call in sick in the morning. Like, right before work, like an hour or two in. And be like, hey, look, man, I woke up with a fever. I'm not feeling too well. I'm, I'm not going to be able to come in. And then I just go to the beach and it's 6 a.m., right? It's like the cloud, the gray clouds in the sky. The sun is setting behind them, so it's got like that nice effect. I'll never forget that. They actually had a beautiful day. That one time I called in sick and went to the beach. I mean, I've done this multiple times, but the first time I did it was a very special one. I was at the beach, man, and it was nice. It's a nice gray day, and I was high. I was high as hell. It was a nice gray day, and I was just floating in the water, and the people that were around me uh, looked like, they was like there was only like three people there. You know what I mean? It was one of the most peaceful days of my life. Hey, thanks for that memory, guys. I appreciate that. That was nice. I'm going to do that again. Wake up early and go to the beach on a gray, cloudy day. We'll put that on a to-do list. All right. Uh, thank you once again for everybody for uh, tuning into the Miami Comedy Podcast. We do this to uh, come up with joke ideas, write material together, uh, get together as a community of the real people of Miami, and just talk about life, what it's like to be a local. All right, so I'll see you guys tomorrow, same time, 6 o'clock. Again, if you want to support the podcast, MiamiComedy.com slash podcast. Subscribe and uh, get a shirt. MiamiComedy.com slash shop. Large blue is sold out. Extra large is about to be sold out. We got two extra large left. As a matter of fact, blue is almost sold out. I'm going to give you guys my inventory right here live on on the podcast. So 
I got no more large in blue. I got two extra large in blue. I got three mediums and like seven small. All right? <laughs> you guys are a little hefty in Miami. You know, I thought small was going to be popular. Nope. <laughs> large and extra large. We really like our carbohydrates here in the city. Stop putting so much sugar in the coffee, guys. All right? It's showing in the inventory. <laughs> uh, Tiger Sula says 3XL. No, I only have XL. I'm not going to go all the way to 3XL. What is this? Uh, big and tall? What do you want to do? Hold, hold extra inventory? Hell no. <laughs> Just use that as a blanket. I might as well start investing in getting Miami blankets as merch. Uh, we only got small to extra large, but anybody, anything bigger, we'll just make it into a blanket. It's like, here, uh, cuddle up with this late at night. Sorry, Tiger Sula. All right, guys. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Have a great Thursday. Bye.